Hi, O'Neill here. Loving dogs and their people. Let's talk about dog play. And not with people, but dogs and dogs. Woohoo! That's a really loaded topic. And I think it's a really great one to talk about because the dog parks have really changed in their dynamic over the last number of years. And it's helpful to have a little bit of input and awareness. So when you go to the dog park or to your local park or with your dog playing with a neighbor dog or another friend, you can tell, is it play or is it aggression? Is your dog the aggressor? Is your dog the, the prey? <laughs> I mean, you want to know these things because you're, you are hopefully the one that's aware and paying attention and ensuring that your dog and the other dog is having a good experience. And this is really valuable because otherwise it can turn into someone going to the vet. So let's talk about this a little bit. A really important factor to start with is socialization. Was your dog or the other dogs you're playing with provided with socialization and social skills? Because if they weren't, and incidentally, that window for the most critical socialization period is from four weeks to 16 weeks. And there's a good portion of that that the puppy is with the breeder. So you want a breeder that has addressed this and provided healthy socialization and thorough socialization for that puppy that's positive. That's the key, that your puppy was socialized in a manner that was positive. If it wasn't positive, it's negative, and they could be traumatized for the rest of their life. And I'm not kidding. So you want it positive, enjoyable, and then appropriate playmates. So when you first bring your puppy home, who are you having your puppy play with? You want to use a little bit of thought on this and care so that you're setting your puppy up for a lifetime. Really seriously, a lifetime of good dog experiences with your assistants and helping them find the right dog friends. I know this sounds crazy. It's really like kids, isn't it? Yeah. So there's different types of canine play styles. It's just like kids. The dogs are a lot like kids. And so if you can kind of look at it that way, it's kind of like for parents, it's like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So the very first thing I would say is that size does matter. That's why when you go to a dog park, there's the small dog area and there is the big dog area. And there's a reason that they do this, is that when you put a small dog into a big dog area, it's very easy for that little dog to become prey. If they squeak, if they do things, if they run, the other dogs are like, ha! You know, it's like, squirrel! <laughs> you know, let's take it down. So, you, and, and some little dogs just love to play with big dogs. But you have to be a very attentive parent to ensure that your dog is safe and be prepared to step in and wrestle a big dog off of it, right? Off your baby. 
so there's different kinds. First of all, size is important. And there's different types of styles. So one of the things we have are the dogs that are known like cheerleaders. They're the ones that are on the sidelines. They don't get involved. They're on the side screaming. Do it like this, do it like that, do it like this. Bark, 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 bark. And there's a there's a lot of cheerleaders. If you go to the dog park, there's a lot of cheerleaders. And they will actually, not only are they the cheerleaders that they bark, bark, bark from the side and hop around. They don't want to get involved. But they want to just really, they're bossy and they are like trying to break up the fun. And that other dogs may be tolerant of it and that might just hack them off. And they'll attack them. You see that. I mean, it's like, as we go through these styles, think about it in your mind. You can probably go, oh, yeah. I, now that I know, that's I can identify these dogs. So one is a cheerleader. Another one is a body slammer. Those are kind of like labs and boxers. They're pretty dominant. And play means real physical. Let's run as fast as we can and just slam into each other. Yeah. And they're, they're just, that's all out. That's just, it's hardcore. You know, I think about it. If it was a person, it'd be a rugby player. <laughs> Let's run really fast and slam into each other. It's great fun. And play, that's play to them. That's just like really great. Can we knock them down? Yeah, okay. And they're best to play with other body slammers because it's just right up their alley. And they're just like, of course, these dogs do have injuries. And you probably already know that if you've got one. There is a propensity for that. So, but they don't generally get along with cheerleaders or soft touches, what well, you'll learn about in a minute. But cheerleaders just kind of irritate them. You're like, you're, you're cramping our style, you're raining our parade, and we're going to like lunge out at you and body slam you. And they get along with wrestlers and chasers, which we'll talk about in a minute. So those are the body slammers. And then you have the wrestlers. The wrestlers, those are the ones that are like, ow, 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 ow. So, you know, teeth and mouth. And they're, they're like wrestlers. They, they take turns. Like one's on the bottom, one's on the top. And they do a little chewy face. And, but the whole thing about it is, is that both dogs are having fun. That's really key. And you want to keep an eye on it because this little group, they can be doing really great and then not. And when not, you want to be able to step in and say, hey, it's time to go home. Yeah, because they can get aroused. Everything's fine until it's not. <laughs> See, do you get the thing about the kids? Right. So, and if they get a little time just to kind of hang out and kind of regroup themselves, even just with you, you don't have to necessarily leave. Just go, Hey, come on over here. Let's just kind of chill a little bit. Let me pet on you. Or let's just watch everything for a moment, which probably they won't want to do. And then let, then we can re-enter once you calm down. Mm -hmm. The chasers will get, you know, guess. We love to either be chased or to chase. These are the people that love to full-out run. And, <laughs> and interestingly enough, there are the dogs that really like to be chased 
And then there's the, pe the dogs, people. There are the dogs that like to chase. And if you pay attention, you're going to find that there's times that the chaser may all of a sudden get the toy because it's usually a toy or the, all of a sudden they're the lead dog and they'll, they've got that role and they're running and they're going like, but this isn't my role. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable and I'm scared because now they don't like being chased. They just want to chase. That's pretty interesting. So you want to keep size, which we talked about before, so we don't turn into prey drive and want to kill the little dog. And that's really important. And they can also, if I mentioned a toy, so keep away. So someone grabs a toy and said, come get it from me. And so they could have some mouthy face. So there's a lot of dynamics and it can kind of flow between different things. But as, as I hope that you're catching from me, you do want to monitor it. You don't want to be one of those pet parents that goes to the dog park and you all hang out and talk with each other and you're not paying any attention to your dog who may be having a great time and that great time might be terrorizing other dogs and they may have be having a horrible time and they may be the one that is being terrorized. So there's, and it's becoming more and more of a wild, wild west thing at the dog park. So I actually don't recommend it. We're going to come back to that in a minute. And then we have the tuggers. Give us a rope toy and we're just going to, or a stick. <laughs> High tech toys, right? And we just want to play tug. And just our back and forth, back and forth. And it's a, it's a great pleasure. But do take care because some dogs become possessive. Just like territories, like, like food and toys. And then it's not fun anymore. So you want to pay attention because it can be all fun and games until just click. It's not. So you don't want to just like walk off. Mm -hmm. The soft touches are the little more sensitive dogs. They're, they're not really wanting to, but certainly not going to be with the wrestlers and they don't want to be chased because they weren't well socialized. So they're just a little bit more tentative and they're not real confident. So maybe they were injured. Maybe they had a trauma. And so you want to go slowly and gently at their speed and find a way for them to have a good time. And so who's going to be their best buddy? It's going to be another soft touch. It's not going to be a roughhouser. It's going to be someone's like, oh, we greet and maybe we just hang out. And you're on your dog bed. And I'm on my dog bed. We both chew on toys, but we really like each other and we're good companions. And I actually run into that a lot. And then you've got the self-play. Oftentimes it's a latchkey dog. And <laughs> I think of Labradors. It's funny because I know some. And they can lay on their back for hours with a tennis ball between their two front feet. And they pivot that ball, pivot that ball, bite that ball. Pivot the ball, pivot the ball, bite the ball. Pivot, 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 bite, 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 pivot, pivot, pivot. Drop it, let it run away, <laughs> run away, roll away. Go grab it and repeat. Put it in our mouth, drop it. Put it in our mouth, drop it. So these are the dogs that find a way to just, in, in a way it's self-soothe, self-entertain. And there you go. 
So there's some that can just do that and it works really great. And so what did I say? I was going to come back to something about, um, oh, a good way. I talked about the dog parks a lot because they used to be the best places to go. Just take your dog to a dog park and everybody's great. But then it's, it's, it's turned, I've noticed, over a number of years and it's, it's more of an, a really aggressive, dangerous place for a lot of dogs. Many dogs leave the dog park and go to the vet for an emergency service. So let's talk about some alternatives. Some alternatives are your trainer. Your trainer may, may be able to hook you up with the same style, the same neighborhood, just to be able to help give you the right companions to play with. That's a really good resource, so check with them. And then the vet's office, and oftentimes it's the receptionist or it's the vet tech. The vets are really busy, and sometimes I get that, but mostly they're focused on their health. So those other two resources in a veterinarian's office I have found to be very helpful. And even if you just go plant the seed and make your offering available. This is my dog. This is the style. And I'm looking for this. And if you know of anybody, please, here's my number. Feel free to give it out. And that can be very helpful. The other thing is, I had a third one. What is it? Oh, yeah. Neighborhood. Maybe you have a neighborhood park. So and check with your neighbors, because if you can find the right styles and healthy play and a responsible human being that will monitor, this can be a winning game. You do it one day, they do it another day, maybe twice a week even. That, that is valuable. It gives that social, it gives that play, it gives the physical, even emotional. This is so wonderful for dogs that I highly recommend it whatever it takes just never give up and it can be you have a dog and then they leave but don't give up just you might even do we have this new thing about next door and I'm looking for whatever you could put a post in there but I would say do that by paying extra attention because some people think oh my dog gets along with everybody but you are responsible for your dog and your dog's health safety and pleasure and when you get that mix right and you find a dog or a group of dogs that your dog is friends with it's really nice and it takes the pressure off of you you know how you come in the house at the end of the day your dog's looking at you going like I've been waiting for 10 hours for you to come home let's go Let's play, let's do, let's do. We've got to do a hike. We've got to run. We've got to run. And all you want to do is sit down. So find ways. And, and there's also um, dog daycares. And even those, I would say, be really careful with them. Some are just amazing. And some are just like the dog, some of the dog parks. They've become dangerous. Even though they're staffed, they're not staffed by people who know what they're doing or that even care or even present. So, and you are the one that your dog counts on to care for them and put them in situations where they can 
thrive <laughs> and, be, and even survive <laughs> and have a good time. And it's a bonding experience with you. So there you go. That is dog play. One lesson. One sharing. Let me know. I'm very curious what style your dog is. Please take a moment. Um, go to the link. Post what style your dog is and how you have found dog friends for your dog and how that's going. We would love to hear it. Okay, take care.